0: Dance to the rhythm, it gets harder. Me and my girl, we got this relationship. I love her so bad, but she treats me like I'm locked down like a penitentiary. She spreads her loving all over, and when she gets home, there's none left for me. Summertime, and the living's easy. Ronnie's on the microphone with Roz MG. All people in the dance will agree that we're well qualified to represent the LBC. Me, me, and Louis, we're gonna run to the party, dance to the rhythm, make it harder. Take this veil from off my eyes. My burning sun will someday rise. What am I gonna be doing for a while? Said I'm gonna play with my yeah. Show me how we've come out the shell. Summertime and the living's easy. Rodney's on the microphone with rise. MG. All people in the dance will agree that we're well qualified to represent the LBC. Me, me, Louie, come on, everybody. Right out to the rhythm, make it gets harder. Oh, no. She's easy. Evil, come to tell you that she's evil, most definitely evil. All scandalous and evil, most definitely attention. It's getting harder, and I'd like to hold her head under water. Mm-hmm. For me and my girl. We got a relationship, me and my girl. So take a tip, take a tip, take a tip from me, Ronnie's on the microphone, we rise mg. All people in the dance will agree that we're well qualified to represent the LBC. Me, me and Louis, we're gonna run to the party, dance to the rhythm, it gets harder.
1: you thank you uh <laughs> so just making sure can i get can i get a little more on on this one i'm four yeah check 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 excellent man thank you
0: Yeah All right Somebody's hiding it It's crowding my spots Somebody's cold one Is giving me chills Guess I'll just close my eyes well, oh yeah, alright. It feels good inside. Flip on the telly, I'll wrestle with Jimmy. Something is bubbling behind on my back. The bottle is ready to blow.
1: confront you I never could do that which might hurt you so try and be cool when I say this way is a water slide away from you that takes me further every day
0: Things are good Oh, so I hear This fire Sweet little love maker, Foxy. I want to take you home. Yeah, well, I won't do you no harm. No, you've got to be on all my mine, all mine, Foxy lady. Boxing. You make me want to get up in a scream. time, you've got to be on mine, on mine, Foxy lady. wanna take you home, yeah, well I won't do you, you no how. no, you've got to be on my, on my, Foxy lady, here I come, coming to get ya. I don't practice Santorilla. I ain't got no crystal ball. Well, I had a million dollars, but I, well, I spent it all. If I could find that honor in that sancho that you found, will I pop a cap in Sancho and not slap her down? But well, I really wanna know. My baby, ooh, what I really want to say is I can't divide. Well, it's love that I need, ooh, well, my soul will have to wait till I get back find a heart. Twice too sick That barrel streets outside Sancho Swo Oh, those aren't the words <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well Well, I swear that I Well, I really want to know I oh, baby Well, I really want to say Yeah, I can't divide Well, fuck
1: Love, make it go Well, my soul will love to
0: Say, ah uh, baby, what I really want to see is I've got mine. And I'll make it, oh, yes I am growing up. Tell Sanjito that if he knows what is good for him, he best go running hard. Cause daddy's got a new 45. Now I won't think twice too sick That bell straight down Sancho's throat Believe me when I say That I got something for his punk ass What I really wanna know Ah uh, baby, ooh What I really wanna see Is there's just one way back in our man. So love to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, the man, the myth, the legend, Joseph Ferrardo.
2: Check that one. Is this one on? Yeah, can y'all hear me? All right, let's give it up one more time for the Seventh Circuit. Yeah. You can find them on Apple Music, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah, you can find them on all the streaming services. Find them, support them, like them, all that kind of stuff. Um, these are amazing guys. They're going to be with us throughout this uh, presentation. Do we got the lav mic? We're just going to go with it. Um, So, hey, you guys. Thank you for coming out tonight for this special presentation. This is a presentation that I do. I've done a lot. I did it in South Padre last Friday, and it was great. But this is the first time we ever do it with a live band. Um, So this is extra special debut for you guys here at at State Tap. Um, My name is Joseph Gorordo. I'm an LCDC. I'm the vice president of Recovery Unplugged. Um, Vice President of Business Development for Recovery Unplugged. Um, But in case you didn't know, today's presentation is called Music is Medicine, uh, Incorporating Music into Clinical Practice. I'm going to do it a little lighter because I think you guys would rather listen to these guys and Caitlin Zinda, who's going to be with us later. Um, You want to hear them more than me talk, right? And still get CEUs. So, um, just a real quick, just about me. i am been long-term recovery, I've been sober since July twenty first, two thousand and eight. I'm gonna do a yeah. uh, I'm gonna do a quick shout out to Starlight Recovery Center, because that's where I got sober. And I'm gonna indulge just a moment and shout out especially Mr. Rick Rodriguez over there in the back. That man said some things to me when I was detoxing that I don't think I would have made it here without. So, thank you, Rick. I love you. (laughs) Um, uh, LCDC, I used to be the president of Austin TAP. I'm on the state board. Uh, I was on the committee to help put this thing together. So, uh, that's me. These are my kids. I make it a point to show everybody my kids because I'm up here with a microphone and a screen. And so, I need all of you guys to look at my kids real quick and say how cute they are. Aww. (laughs) All right, thank you, thank you. Thank you for (laughs) indulging me. (laughs) Um, So we got three big ejectics today, right? We're gonna understand the impact of music on the brain. We're gonna understand the emotional memory associated with music. And we're going to learn some simple tools for incorporating music into clinical practice, right? If you're not a clinician, but you still work in this field doing peer recovery support or anything like that, this is stuff that can work with you, right? My biggest goal in this presentation is that everybody walks out of here with an idea or a tool that you could go incorporate with a client tomorrow. And if anything that I say today or anything you learn here today helps you get through to a client and helps them to recover, then mission accomplished, right? So we've all known for a very, very long time that music is incredibly powerful, right? That it connects to something other. Uh, Archeologists have found bone flutes And and flutes made out of ivory that they carbon date to like 40,000 years ago, right? And some of the earliest forms of music that we know of that have been recorded and documented was Gregorian chant, right? And it was truly music in its simplest form. It was basically a bunch of dudes standing in a cathedral going, "Ah, ah, for like an hour, right? But I think it's very telling that the first music we have documented is music that they saw God in, right? We've always known, right, somewhere at our core there's something else that music connects to, the spirit, soul, chakra, God, whatever you want to call it. There's a power there, and we can harness that. Nowadays, we we have a lot more, uh, you know, we see these examples of of people using music. Uh, You see it in your doctor's office, right? They play music so that you don't freak out when they're an hour late for your appointment. Right? They play it at the H-E-B because they get you in a good mood and then you spend more money. Right? Think for just one second. When was the last time you heard the song Walking on Sunshine anywhere other than an H-E-B? Right? (laughs) Think about it. If you think about it, that's the last time you heard it. Um, So they use it all the time. Another great example is the movie Star Wars. Right? There's that famous scene, right? Darth Vader comes walking through, the doors go, And you hear that music. Right? Bom bum. And you know immediately that Darth Vader is a bad dude. Right? Baddest dude in the galaxy. There's a YouTube clip you can find where you they have that scene, but there's no music. And you know what? Darth Vader's not that scary anymore, right? Because we don't have the music there to elicit that emotion, right? So nowadays we have things like fMRIs and CAT scans. We have scientists that are much smarter than I am that they measure activity in the brain and they can see what happens in the brain all the time. What parts of the brain light up when we do different activities? So they put people in these machines and they do these brain scans and they see like, okay, when they're solving puzzles, this part of the brain lights up. And when they're looking at pictures of people that they love, this part of the brain lights up. When they meditate, this part lights up, et cetera, et cetera. And what they found is that the number one activity that stimulates more parts of the brain simultaneously is playing music. The second highest activity that stimulates the most parts of the brain simultaneously is listening to music, right? And if you believe addiction is a brain disease, that means that music gives us a pathway directly to impact our clients uh, on a very real biological brain level, right? As with all things, it's easier to understand and experience this a little bit rather than just have me talk to you guys about it. So in just a second, these guys are going to play a medley of songs that cover a lot of different genres and a lot of different eras of music, and we're going to see how this impacts us right now, right here in this room, okay? So before they do that, I want everybody to kind of put put your pens down, put your pencils down, sit comfortably in your chair, um, I'm going to steal a line that I heard from a guy a while back. He said, sit regally in your chair. You know, sit like that. Regally, there we go. Yeah, my man right here, he's got it. So I want you to check in with yourself on three different things, right? I want you to first notice how you're feeling physically, right? Is your body feeling tired? Are you feeling any aches and pains? Um, Is your body antsy, right? Are you wanting to move or you're not wanting to move, right? How are you feeling physically? Now, shift your thinking over to look at how you're feeling mentally. Are your thoughts slow and organized? Are they coming quickly and rapidly? Are there intrusive thoughts? Are you thinking about things outside of what's going on in this room? Are you having thoughts that are raising your blood pressure or lowering your blood pressure, right? And finally, I want you guys to check in with how you're feeling emotionally, right? Feeling excited, anxious, sad, depressed. Um, And I want you to notice and put those things in your mind and remember how you're feeling right now. And then we're going to talk about it after these guys play this amazing medley that they came up with. Once again, the Seventh Circuit.
1: You apart Tell me your secrets Ask me your questions Oh, let's go back to the start We're running in circles Coming up tails Heads on a science apart so
0: bright. Whoa. Old neighborhood was so alive. Every kid on the whole damn street Whoa. was gonna make it big and every beat. Now neighborhood's cracked its torn. You looked at me Knocked your head to the side and said I'm angry Five days since you laughed at me Saying get back together Come back and see me Three days since the living room I realized it's all my fault But a moment too soon Yesterday you'd forgiven me And now we're going to Yesterday we say we're sorry Oh man, I will watch your hood wink Gonna make you stop think, you think you're looking at Aquaman I summon fish to the dish although I like the shot switch, I like the sushi because it's never touch a frying pan I'm hot like wasabi when I bust rhymes Like the and rhymes, cause I'm all about value camp has got the mad hits, you try to match wits You try to hold me but I bust through Gonna make it sick and then just shake it like a sin, and Then you'll shake it like vinegar, it's the finest of the flavors Gonna see the show? cause and you know the go, It's gonna go it's so dangerous, you'll have to sign a waiver Can't help it if I think you're funny when you're mad Trying on not to smile, though I feel bad I'm the kind of guy who laughs at a funeral Can't understand what I mean, well you soon will I have a tendency of wearing my mind on my sleeve Have a history of taking off my shirt when the sun shines, we shine together Told you I'd be here forever Said I'd always be your friend I'ma gonna, I'm gonna stick it out till the end Now that it's raining more than ever Know that we'll still have each other You can stand under my umbrella You can stand under my umbrella Ella, Ella, eh, eh, eh Under my umbrella, Ella, Ella under my umbrella, Ella, 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 eh, eh, eh. Under my umbrella, Ella, 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 Ella. She grew up in an Indiana town, had a good looking mom. Who never was around But you grew up tall so And you grew up right With them Indiana boys On them Indiana
1: nights Black bandana Sweet Louisiana Robbing on a bank In the state of Indiana She's a runner Rebel and a stunner On a merry way Saying, baby, what you gonna Oh, my, Looking my. Down the Oh, hell, yes a, Got I to put it on, on that party dress Buy me Just a drink to me a song, Take me as a <laughs> kind. Too
0: Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the sharpest tool in the shed. She was looking kinda dumb with a finger and a thumb and the shape of an L on her forehead. Hey now, you're an all-star, get your game on, go play. Hey now, you're a rock star, get your show on, get paid. All that glitters is gold, only shooting stars break the bone. A scrub is a guy who thinks he's flying Is also known as a buster Always talking about what he wants And just sits on his broke ass So no, I don't want your number, no I don't want to give you mine. And no I don't want to meet you nowhere, no I don't want none of your time, no I don't want no scrub A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me Hanging up the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. I don't want no scrub, scrub is a guy that get no love from me. Hanging up the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. We've been spending most of our, our lives, living in the gangster's paradise. We've been, been spending most of our lives living in a gangster's paradise. Well, as I walk through the valley of the shadow with death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been blasting the rapping so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed no man that didn't deserve it. be treated like a punk, yeah, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you're talking or where you're walking. oh you and your homie might be lying to chalk. I really hate the trip, but I got a loke As they choke, I see myself through the pistol smoke I'm the type of dude that all the homies wanna be like On my knees in the night, saying prayers in the
1: street We've been spending most our lives living in a gangster's paradise We've been spending most our lives living in a gangster's paradise no, I don't want no scrubs. Scrub is got a no, love from me. Hanging up a passenger side of his
0: best friend's driver trying paradise. to holler at me.
2: microphone works. Thank you guys. That was, that was awesome. I was about to say a bad word, but I didn't. <laughs> so this seems a little redundant at this point, but normally the next question, I, the next thing I say is I ask you guys, how many of y'all had a physical reaction to one of those songs? But I saw y'all. I saw you. Was, yeah. um, but you know, how many of y'all noticed, right, that, that you, you tapped your foot, you smiled, you bobbed your head, you didn't even think about doing it, but you started doing it, right? Let me, let me hands, hands. Okay, everybody in the room, right? How many of y'all had one of those songs bring up a memory for you? A specific memory of a time, a place, a person, something? Hands. There we go, most of y'all, yeah. How many of y'all felt an emotion during one of those songs, the way you were feeling changed when you heard a specific song get started? Hands. There we go, right? So I've done this thing with different songs in different parts of the country, to different groups, therapists, cops... Attorneys, doctors, all kinds of groups, and every time I do it, the majority of hands go up. Why? Because music is a universal thing, right? The way that we react to music as humans isn't because like I'm a more creative person or I'm really musically minded or anything. It's because we're we're humans, right? This is the way we react. So who wouldn't mind, really quick, sharing uh, a memory that popped up with them because of one of those songs? There's like. Over a hundred of y'all in here. Someone's got to do it. Yes, over in the, in the far right, and then I'll get you next. Eight. Whichever one of y'all. Um, the, the Shrek song. <laughs> the Shrek song. <laughs> Woo! Okay, what did that bring up for you? Huh? What did it bring up for you? It brought up memories of uh four kids when we were talking around and then we playing that song with a female and an actor with Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and as you're talking about it, I see you smiling, right? Like I, I, it makes you feel good, right? It brings us some happiness. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all driving in the car, yelling at guys and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? Who else had a memory? Over here, ma'am. Yes. Oh, yeah. 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 Do you remember, like, the like the energy and the emotion around that movie when it came out? Yeah. It was really to see something
3: that a Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Now he's got like three, right? He's got like three braids. Yeah. Uh, Who else got one? Anybody else got a memory? Someone in the middle? Yes, sir. So for, for those of y'all that maybe didn't hear you, know, we had one, one woman up here share about when she was a kid, uh, when her kids were young, singing that, that uh, Smash Mouth All-Star song. Then we had another, another young lady over here talking about how Scrubs reminded her of being in the car with her girlfriends driving around. Over here, we were just talking about the movie, when the movie Higher Learning came out um, and the impact and the emotion behind that movie. Um, that was the Coolio song, right? And then this gentleman was just talking about how a girl broke up with him and some other girl played him the Scrubs song I guess, is like some advice or something like that. <laughs> but think about this, right? Like, you know, you guys don't know me. I don't know you guys. We don't have a therapeutic rapport, right? We haven't established any kind of clinical boundaries or relationship, yet, you know, you're talking about your kids. You're talking about, you know, your youth. You're talking about your youth. You're talking about your youth. We're talking about stuff back in the day, right? So immediately, right, how much easier was it for us to start these conversations just because we had a little bit of music to center it around, right? Now, imagine how much more powerful that effect is when you're doing it in a clinical setting, in an office where you've got a client in front of you who knows they're messed up, knows they need to change some things, is primed for that change, and you have that therapeutic rapport, right? This experience that we just had as a group is, is amplified in that true clinical setting, right? So a little bit more of the science for you guys. Um, you know, the, the impact of the music in the brain and why it stimulates so many parts of the brain, right? When we were just listening to these guys playing, Right? First, you know, the visual cortex is impacted because we're watching them, right? The auditory cortex is implac- impacted because that's where you hear sounds through, right? But then all these other really cool parts of your brain start to kick in, right? The language part of your brain starts to look at what are the words that they're saying, Right? And then the creative part of your brain kicks in and starts to interpret what those words really mean, right? Is there a metaphor here? Is there some simile? Are they trying to say something else? Right? The mathematical part of your brain kicks in because it's starting to notice the patterns and the rhythms, right? It's starting to count one, two, three, four, noticing all that kind of stuff, right? And then your, your brain starts to assign things to it, like genre and context and all these things, and all these parts of your brain are being stimulated simultaneously, right? The two most important parts of your brain that are being stimulated during this um, that I like to highlight, right? First off, is the prefrontal cortex, right? It's very important for us uh, because it facilitates long term decision making, right? It helps us look at consequences, it helps us control compulsivity and impulsivity. Right? It also helps us to, to place value on things such as faith, family, and relationships. Right? How many of you guys have had clients in front of you like, man, I wish he wasn't so impulsive and he had better problem-solving skills and he thought about consequences and that they cared more about their family or were able to put that caring into more action? Right? That's all right here. Right? So when we're stimulating that with the music, we're literally getting more blood flow and neutrons firing in that area and we're building up the strength of that part of the brain. The other second most important part of the brain is something called the corpus callosum. Right? Now, because so many of the parts of the brain that are activated during listening to music are on both sides of the brain, left and right, the corpus callosum bridges the two hemispheres, so there's a lot of activity going on across that part of the brain. Right? And what, the biggest thing that that helps with is problem-solving skills. Right? If we, not only in an academic setting, but also in social setting, Right? And what are we really doing with our clients at a basic level? But trying to help them to solve problems in a different way than they have in the past. You know, not in an academic way where it's like, well, I should do this and I should do that, but in a social way where they make different decisions on their day to day, right? Different reactions to situations. My favorite part of what it does is we get into the neurochemistry of what happens when we listen to music. It generates Dopamine and serotonin, right? which if you know about neurochemistry and neurobiology at all, those are the two things that make you feel good. Right? There's a couple other chemicals and things like that, but dopamine and serotonin are the big ones. right? If you look at a brain scan of somebody who's falling in love and somebody who's doing cocaine, they look very, very similar. Right? But if you look at someone who's listening to music, it is also very similar, right? So we're flooding the brain with dopamine and serotonin, which makes people feel good. How many of you guys have had clients that are upset and wanting to leave treatment, AMA, go get high, because they feel worse than they did when they were getting loaded? Right? I, I think like all of mine have at some point said that to me. right? So this is a way that we can impact not just the physical structure of the brain and stimulate those areas, but we're also to impact the chemistry and their actual mood, right? Um, so that when they feel worse, before they feel better, we can find ways to lift that. Um, it'd be nice if I had a whiteboard, but I want you guys to imagine a whiteboard right here, right? and imagine a line across the whiteboard. <laughs> now that line is the baseline standard homeostatic points of all our neurotransmitters, right? Dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, melatonin, and all those other great chemicals, right? That's baseline. When someone is actively in a substance use disorder, right, the brain stops to make those things. Right? We don't make melatonin anymore because we drink enough tequila for us to just pass out. Right? We don't drink. We, our brain doesn't make oxytocin and, and dopamine and serotonin as much as it should because we're supplementing that right, with a line of cocaine, a shot of heroin. Right? And those are the stimulations for the big dumps of dopamine. Right? So what happens is, remember, here's the imaginary invisible line. Right? When our clients first get sober, the levels are all down here, right? Because the brain hasn't been making those things for a while, so they feel depressed and they can't sleep. Um they're feeling anxious and restless. So the brain says, "Oh no, you know, Joseph's messed up right now. We're not making enough of these things, and it starts to it kind of overshoots the mark, right? And so we end up up here with too much melatonin, and they just want to sleep all the time, right? And Whereas yesterday I wanted to kill myself and I hated treatment, I hated everything. Today, man, the birds are singing and the sun is shining and I love life and I'm never gonna get high ever again and I wanna call my mama and tell her how much I love her and I can leave treatment right now because I got this. Right? Just as dangerous, right? And that continues, right, until those peaks and valleys over a long period of time become stable again, right? If we use music, if we work with a client and we know, you know, these are the songs that lift this person up that inspire this person, right? And these are the songs that calm this person down and relax them and make them feel safe. We can bring them up out of those valleys and we can bring them down out of those peaks, right? We can literally help the clients to learn to emotionally stabilize and manage their own emotions, right? So we've talked about the physical part of the brain. We've talked about the neurochemical part of the brain. Um, perhaps most importantly is the way music ties to memory, Right? Music functions, our brain treats music the way Google treats pictures. Right? If I got a picture with a cat wearing a hat and red shoes in the rain, I can find that picture if I Google rain or cats or hats or rain, right? Music, our brain tags it with all these different things as well, right? So when I have a piece of music that's important to me, um, let's say Hey Ya by the band OutKast, right? It has a genre tag, right? It's a hip hop song or a rap song. It's by the band OutKast. I know it's called Hey Ya, right? But then beyond those things, you know, I remember all the lyrics, even though I, you know, I don't really listen to that song anymore. I can remember them from 15, 20 years ago, right? Because it's ingrained in my memory. But I started to assign it a contextual tag. I remember where I was when I first heard that song. I was detoxing on my aunt's couch in Seguin, Texas, the first time I heard that song. Um, The contextual tag, the emotional tag, right? Is it a happy song? Is it a sad song, right? Um, Who were the people I hung out with when I listened to this song, right? All those memories come flooding back, right? I'm sure some of you all had the experience of, you know, I'm sure when you were talking about listening to No Scrubs with your girlfriends, you probably had at least one girlfriend in that car that you hadn't thought about in like 10 years, (laughs) you know, but you remember her, right? But beyond that, you remember the feelings that you have around that song. A lot of times in therapy, right? We're talking to our clients, and we're wanting—they're—we're talking about events. We're talking about things that have happened, and they're talking to us about the details of this. And we want them to get to the core of this. We want to get them to the feelings behind this, right? The music goes beyond, right? And you know what? I want—can I borrow a guitar? I'm gonna do the Spanish song. Yeah, can I? Is this thing good? No, yeah, it's great. This tune, all right. Is this on? Yes. Okay. So I wasn't going to do this story, but it's imp- it is an important story. Um, when I was active in my addiction, uh, I... No, let's rewind that. My dad wasn't around when I was growing up. right? The people that raised me were primarily my uncles and, and most of all, my grandfather. He's the guy that taught me how to drive. He taught me how to ride a horse. He taught me how to shave. He taught me all these amazing things. And... He had Alzheimer's, and just before he passed, I was active in my addiction, and I stole money from him with him in the room because I knew he had Alzheimer's and he wouldn't notice, right? Very ashamed of this. And then I got sober. I didn't care at the time, right? I just needed to get a fix. But then I got sober, and those pesky feelings came back. And every time I would think about my grandfather, I would be filled with guilt and shame. And I tried to do what you're supposed to do with those feelings when when you're in a 12-step program, right? So I got to step nine, and I tried to make amends. He had already passed away at this point. And so I wrote a letter, and I read it to my sponsor, and I read it to my grandma, and I went to his grave, and I read it at his grave, my amends letter. And I still felt guilt and shame whenever I thought of him. So then I did the next thing you're supposed to do when that doesn't work, right? I went to a grief therapist, and I talked to this, this lovely lady for three months about my grandfather, and my relationship with him, and I still grief and shame every time I thought about him. And then one day, I was cleaning my little apartment in Kerrville, Texas, and I was listening to, to a random Pandora station, and this song came on called El Lado Oscuro by a band called Jarabe de Palo, right? And my grandfather loved this song. He used to sing it to my grandma. This was in the cassette tape days, so he made me record it on a blank cassette tape like nine times on one side of the cassette tape. And the song sparked something in me, right? So I'd like to play that for y'all real quick. I'm not as good as these guys, I'm sorry. Um, but I'm gonna play it for y'all real quick and then talk about what happened with that song, okay? Sé que hayas nacido en la cara buena del mundo Yo nací en la cara mala Llevo la marca del lado oscuro Y no me sonrojo si te digo que te quiero Y que me dejes o te deje Eso ya no me da miedo Había sido sin dudarlo la más bella De entre todas las estrellas que yo vi en el firmamento, ¿cómo ganarse el cielo cuando no ama con todo el alma? ¿Ves el cariño que te tengo? No se paga con dinero, ¿cómo decirte? Que sin ti muero y no me sonrojo. Si te digo que te quiero y que me dejes o te deje, eso ya no me da miedo. Había sido, sin dudarlo, la más bella de entre todas las estrellas que yo vi en el firmamento. Y no me sonrojo. Si te digo que te quiero y que me dejes o te deje, eso ya no me da miedo. Había sido, uh, sido, <risa> sin dudarlo, la más bella de entre todas las estrellas que yo vi en el firmamento. Like I said, I'm not as good as these guys, right? No, I'm not. <laughs> anyway, but the thing is, you know, when I was talking to this therapist and when I was doing my amends and my step work and all that kind of stuff, I would remember the details of my grandfather, right? What he looked like, the truck he drove, his, his German shepherd that was always by his side. I remember that's this stuff, right? But that song, something in that song made me remember the deeper stuff, right? Not just his mustache, but the way it felt when he would kiss me and his mustache would scratch my cheek you know not just the way it felt to to be in, not just what his truck was like but what it smelled like in his truck right not just what his voice sounded like but what it felt like to be around him right and in that even when i was shooting dope and running around and being stupid and stealing from my family he never gave me shame and guilt right he gave me love and support and and uh kindness and something clicked inside of me like wow like this is the greatest dishonor i could give this man to feel these horrible ways when i think about him right when he never gave me that in life and it changed right now i'm not saying that 12 steps don't work because i love the 12 steps they save my life and I'm not saying that therapy doesn't work because I'm a therapist and I believe in that too, right? But this particular moment and this particular issue I was suffering from could only have been resolved the way it was resolved. And that's what I see a lot of the music stuff do, right? It's, it's Listening to music is not going to keep you sober. That's not what this is about. But this different music and incorporation of music facilitates those moments, right? Those aha moments, those breakthroughs, those, oh my God, how did I... F- how did this happen moment, right? So I'm going to tell you another quick story so that these guys can play their song. You know which song? Okay, you made a face like you didn't know which song. So one day, when Recovery Unplugged had first opened, I was getting ready for work, and me and my wife got sideways with each other in the morning, right? You know one of those, like, those sideways arguments with a spouse or loved one where you're really not sure why, but y'all are just mad at each other? you fighting right so and anyway, it was time for me to go to work i leave i go to the facility and i'm carrying that i'm carrying it around you know uh, i'm not i'm not saying hi to everybody i'm not feeling that great i'm like mm, right and i walk into one of the groups that was being facilitated that day and the the young man that was running that group that day he played this song which is by a band called bright eyes and it's called first day of my life Ladies and gentlemen, once again, the seventh circuit.
0: This is the first day of my life, it's where I was born right in the doorway. I went out in the rain, suddenly everything changed their spreadings, spreading blankets on the beach Yours is the first face that I saw I think I was blind before I met you Don't know where I am, don't know where I've been, but I Know where I want to go, and so I thought I'd let you know. Yeah, these things take forever, and I especially am slow. But I realized that I need you, and I wondered if I could come home. Mm-hmm. At the time you drove all night Just to meet me in the morning And you thought it was strange You said everything changed You felt as if you just woke up And you said This is the first day of my life I'm glad I didn't die before I met you And now I don't care, I can go anywhere with you And I'd probably be happy So if you wanna be with me With these things there's no telling We'll just have to wait and see I'd rather be working for a paycheck been waiting to win the lottery Perhaps maybe this time is different I mean I really think you like me
2: So I walked into this group, and this guy played that song. And that was me and my wife's first first dance song at our wedding. And all the, the, the hot thoughts and the angry of, like, all that BS, y'all, that went away. And that song brought me in here, right, to, like, why I love my wife and what it feels like to be in love with my wife. And it got me from my thoughts to my feelings. Right? And we, we know this as, as therapists and clinicians and he, helpers and healers. That, that this always guides us better than this, right? And that's what that song was able to do for me, right? So, before we move on to the incorporation portion, do we have any questions thus far? We got one in the back. El Lado Oscuro, yeah. It's a Jarabe de Palo, they're from Argentina. Yeah, yeah you can find it on iTunes. Good question, though. Anybody else? Questions before we move on to incorporation? Because it's really important to me to make sure that you guys walk out of here with those tools. No? Cool. All right. They'll be back at the end, so don't worry about that. So, first off, if you're looking at incorporating music into your clinical practice in some way, right, the first thing that's important for you to understand is the concept of personalization. right? Got it back, got it back, got it back. All right. It's not about what you think the song's about. It's not about what the person who wrote the song thinks the song's about. It's not about what most of the world thinks the song is about. It's about the person's relationship with that song, right? It may be an absolutely angry, heavy metal song, right? But if for that client it relaxes them and soothes them, that's what it is, right? An example I like to use is the song Somewhere Over the Rainbow, the one that the, the Hawaiian guy plays on the ukulele, right? So that song is very popular at two types of occasions. Anybody want to guess? Weddings and funerals, right? It's a big first dance song, and and it's a big funeral song, right? So depending on your relationship with that song, right, if your experience has been mostly funerals, that song probably makes you sad. If uh, if you've heard it mostly at weddings, it probably makes you happy, right? Unless it was your wedding and you're divorced now. That wasn't meant to be a joke. No, it was um, So that changes, right? For me, as a person in recovery, I've been to more funerals than I, than I care to have ever attended, right? And it was always a funeral song. But then uh, Ella, the little baby that was on the screen earlier, she was born, and that song helped her fall asleep. So we played that song a lot when she was a baby. And my feelings and my emotions around that song changed. So it's about the person's relationship with the song. Right. Um, one of the things we do at Recovery Unplugged is when a client first comes in, we give them this form called the songs of life form. And it's like, what's the song that brings you joy? What's the song that makes you sad? What's your theme song? What's the song that makes you cry? What song that reminds you of your family? What song that inspires you to recovery? Um, what song that motivates you? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because we're trying to learn about their specific relationships with different songs. Right. One example I like to use as well to illustrate this is um there's a guy named Jack Johnson. Y'all familiar with Jack Johnson? Yeah. So he plays like bubblegummy Hawaiian pop music, right? Acoustic, nothing too heavy. It's, it's all right, right? Um, and he has a song called Better Together. Right? It's like, ooh, baby, we're better together. Do, 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 do. And so nobody would be offended by that song, typically, right? you would think. So one day, uh, we were doing a group at Recovery Unplugged where clients were dedicating different songs and sharing different songs that inspire them and do different things for them. And one of the clients chose to play that song better together. And a young lady that was in that group got very distraught and ran out of the room. So we go talk to this young lady, and we come to find out, she had a history of, of, of being abused by an ex-boyfriend. And he would beat her badly. She would go to the hospital, say she was leaving him. And then he would bring his acoustic guitar. And he would play that song better together for her. And he'd get her. Right? That was his M.O. to keep her in that relationship. Now, this young lady had not been able to process the trauma around that relationship because she had boxed it up and kind of detached from it. But that song brought her back to it, right? So going forward, when clinical sessions, which is going to do some work around that trauma, we would use that song to get her out of the details and into the feelings, right? Process it and do what needed to happen in that session. But then we had a song to play at the end of the session that made her feel strong and empowered and safe and protected before she went back into the community, right? So it's about her relationship with that song. And that has to be tantamount in your mind if you're going to start to do some music stuff in your groups and uh, individual sessions, right? So, some of the stuff that we like to do with music, right, is first off, we have phones, right? Everybody has a phone, and pretty much everybody's phone has access to the internet. And if you have access to the internet, you have access to pretty much every single song that's ever been recorded ever, right? So if you've been working with your clients to help them to identify different songs that create different emotions and different memories with them, you're giving them a tool that they have with them pretty much always. I can't remember the last time my phone was more than six feet away from me, y'all. Um, so it's giving them a tool that they have access to always. And if you think about a lot of the kind of common tools we try to give our our, our clients, right, is, you know, if you're feeling like you want to get high, go to a meeting, right, call your sponsor, pray and meditate, um, do something for someone else, be of service. Those aren't always possible, right? Um, if it's 1 in the morning, I might not be able to call my sponsor. I might not be able to go to a meeting, but I can listen to some songs. And if I've identified some music that inspires me and motivates me, I can do that, right? Um, also, being able to use that music to do things like um, we talk about recovery triggers. What are songs that that make you want to be sober, right? They remind you of what you're working towards, what you're trying to get to, right? Um, helping them to use the songs to identify emotions, Right. Um, in early recovery, right, often we have difficulty identifying nuanced emotions or, or any emotion besides, fine, right? How many of y'all love that one, right? <laughs> how are you feeling today, Bobby? I'm fine. That's not an emotion. You know, maybe maybe Bobby doesn't have the language to identify that emotion, right? But he can show you a song that expresses how he's feeling, right? Especially for those of y'all that work with adolescents, right? They are not, They don't have fully developed emotional maturity, right? But they can tell you you know, this song reminds me of this, or this song is how I'm feeling right now, right? And it might be, you know, an aggressive, angry song, and that's okay. Um, but also to talk about taboo subjects, right? Um, sometimes, you know, words fail us. Um, we had a client a while back. He was a young man. He was very young. And prior to coming to treatment, he had, over, he had overdosed three times. And his family was very angry and combative. And the, the treatment was punishment for this kid right that was the way the family's posture towards this was Um, and before they came in for his first family session we often asked the the clients to dedicate a song to their families for them to hear before they come in for the session and vice versa right so this young man we come to find out that his three accidental overdoses were not accidental at all he was trying to to kill himself by overdose and so he chose to dedicate a song to his parents um, called No No Love, no Lies, Just Love, which was by that same band, Bright Eyes, and it was about wanting to commit suicide, and the singer contemplating suicide and wanting to kill himself. And he had his parents listen to this song, and I often think about it, you know, what if one of my boys or my daughter said to me, hey, Dad, I want you to listen to this song, and it's about suicide, right? Just think about that for a second. The parents heard this song and knew exactly what he was trying to say. Right? So when they showed up for the session the next day, they did not show up angry and combative and wanting to punish him and thinking that he was a bad kid who was ruining their family. Right? They showed up ready to love on him, and support him, and help him heal. Right? Now think about this: for for a healthy adult to have a conversation with their parents about their contemplation of suicide, that's a hard conversation. Right? Now imagine how difficult that conversation would be for an 18-year-old who'd been abusing substances for a third of his life. That conversation is impossible. Again, one of those things that if it wasn't for the music, those words would not have been expressed, right? Um, another really simple way, where's Caitlin at? Look at the slide. It's your cue. You can get ready. Um, <laughs> uh, lyric analysis. Right? Printing songs when they identify with songs, you know having them print out the lyrics and, and analyze the songs and why they like this song and kind of contemplating that on a deeper level. Um, if they are a little bit more primed to music stuff, if they're a little bit more willing and motivated for change, right having them write songs, having them change the lyrics to songs that they already connect with and, and personalize them for themselves,. Right? Um, yeah, now I'm just kind of waiting for Caitlin. So I'm gonna go ahead and intro Caitlin while she gets herself set up. This is this is Caitlin Zinda. She's a wonderful singer-songwriter from Austin, Texas. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, she's a wonderful singer-songwriter from Austin, Texas, and she does something really cool called song healing. And in just a second, when she's set up, she's gonna do kind of a little experiential run through of what that song healing process is like and how interpreting and writing lyrics can be beneficial for recovery and therapy and clinical stuff. How we doing? Should I just keep talking? Oh, there we go. You ready? Go go for it. Do your thing. Caitlin Zinda, everybody.
4: Hello, everyone. Sorry about that. (laughs) So um, I was busy doing all that so I didn't hear what Joseph said about me, But um, so I might repeat some things. But my name is Caitlin Zinda. I've been with Recovery Unplugged for um, almost a year. It'll be a year next month. Um, I'm a musician in recovery. I'm pretty open about my recovery. Um, and I've been playing music since I was nine years old. Um, for me, music has been a huge part of my life and my recovery. When I first got sober, I actually went to an event called the Sober Jam, which is in Austin, Texas. And it's a really, really cool event. Um, where musicians can come from all different parts of the community and they get to play on stage in front of a captivated audience and actually sing songs that they've written or they'll do covers and it's just a really cool event. And so I was introduced to that when I first got sober and then I started playing music again. So for me, it just, I love what we do at Recovery Unplugged. And one of the groups that we hold is called song healing. So um, the way that song healing works is that it starts off with like brief 10 minute meditation, um, if many of you guys are familiar with meditation, you know how important it is, especially in recovery for your central nervous system. It helps calms you, it helps relaxes you. And so what we like to do is we like to have a meditation. And then the second part, we do um, a songwriting session. We have the clients take out a pen and paper, and for about two and a half minutes, they'll write on a topic that we, we pick. In this situation, we're going to use gratitude. Um, but first, I wanted to start off by doing a five-minute meditation with you guys. Um, I know you've had a super long day. I know that you're probably reaching the end of your day being up since like probably seven in the morning, but I want us all to just practice that together. So if you wouldn't mind, get comfortable in your chairs. We're gonna play some music. I want you guys to feel completely relaxed. Um, And in a second, we'll start playing some music and I'll guide you guys through that. You guys feel a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more centered right now. So, for me personally, what I love about meditation is that it it does help relax me and it helps you know center me whenever I'm feeling like overwhelmed or stressed. Um, and what I love about it for the clients is it gives them an opportunity to be introduced to meditation, but then they also have a moment to get centered and grounded as well. The second part of the song healing group requires them to do some free writing. Um, And in this situation, I'm gonna ask you guys to participate by doing a free writing as well. So how many of you guys have pen and paper? I'm sure most of you do. Great, if you guys wanna go ahead and pull that out. And while you're doing that, I want you guys to start thinking about what gratitude means to you. And for the next two and a half minutes, I'm going to have you guys just write whatever you want, whatever comes to mind when you think of the word gratitude, you know, family, friends, um, the holidays, and just let whatever comes to your mind flow out. After the two and a half minutes are over, I'll ask some volunteers to share their words um, with me. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take those words and I'm going to turn those into a song. So... you guys writing down a lot of you know I'm sure a lot of things were coming to mind when you thought of the word gratitude whether it was like Thanksgiving or the holidays Um, so I want to ask who would like to volunteer their words to be turned into a song you over there wait you that lady right there with her hand up great what's your name Deborah great well um, if you wouldn't mind bringing up your words we'll go ahead and um, take those and then uh, you volunteered your words too Great. What's your name? Great. So this part of the the session, like for the song healing, is really cool because not only are we introducing music to the clients, but we're giving them the opportunity to express themselves through music. You know, most of the time, you know, people who come through Recovery and Plugged are not musicians. They they connect with music. They love music, but they're by no means you know, musicians who write songs on a daily basis. So it's really cool because they get the opportunity to share what they're feeling in a safe setting and then have those words sung back to them. And so I want to emphasize that that's pretty much the, you know, the whole point of the, the group is that they get the opportunity to do that. So that being said, I'm going to take a look at these words. Um, I'm going to have Jody play some meditation music and then I'm going to turn these into a song. So give me a few minutes, please. ¶¶
2: couple more things for you guys real quick actually um for the folks that whose whose words she used what was that experience like for you guys hearing hearing her sing those songs using your words you don't want to talk about it it's good <laughs> What what was it like for you hearing her sing your words absolutely yeah thank you thank you for being so willing to let her do that and uh, and get vulnerable like that Um, so I got a couple more things for you guys before we kind of wrap it up. I know we're getting towards the end of our time. I know what time it is, Jody. Got 11 minutes. (laughs) Um, so two more things. One, recovery playlist, right? 12 step playlist, whatever you want to call it. Um, a lot of times we have clients who, who struggle to connect with, the basic text of narcotics anonymous or to connect with the big book of alcoholics anonymous to connect with the steps that they see so often on the walls and all kinds of different places right um and, and i don't fault them sometimes right uh, the big book was written by uh you know white anglo-saxon protestant middle-aged middle-class men in the 1940s right um so sometimes they struggle to identify that, and, and we're like, how do we get them to connect to this stuff? And it doesn't have to be 12 steps. It can be the Ten Commandments. It could be uh, CBT or DBT concepts or anything else that you're trying to get them to uh, understand and internalize. So sometimes we'll hand uh, a sheet to the clients which has you know the 12 steps on it, and there'll be a space next to it. And we'll say, you know what? You're not into it. You don't want to read the book. You don't want to do the steps. You don't want to do these things. That's cool. For now, look at these 12 steps and find a song that embodies each of these steps for you right? So what happens in that function, right, is first they feel more comfortable picking a bunch of songs than, than just talking about how they're feeling or whatever they think about the steps, and they have to look at the step and internalize it and think about it and process it and interact with it and then come up with a song that they, that they feel embodies it, right? So this one that's up here is mine, um, and, and it's, it's a really fun way to stimulate conversation, right? We, some, a while back when we first did these at work, Everybody made their 12-step playlist, and we started arguing with each other about, like, nah, that's not a step-four song. It's a step-six song. You're stupid, you know, <laughs> and, and, and talking about the different meanings, right, and what we were interacting and engaging and thinking about these things. Um, and also, I feel like if, if you're familiar with the music and you're trying, you can use them kind of like tea leaves, right? By looking at the songs that the clients have chosen for different things, you're able to learn a little bit about the client, even when they might not want you to learn anything about them, right? So, like, if you're astute, and you look at my list if you see at the bottom there number 11 is king of my heart by a guy named john mark mcmillan he's a christian guy so you can venture a guest there that i might maybe go to church you know um and learn those things about clients right and you can apply this to all sorts of different things right finally i just want to talk about the benefit of listening to music as a group right um listening to music is is really powerfully tied to group process think about like high school when all the punk rock kids hung out together and all the goth kids hung out together and music was the big bond. You guys can start kind of coming up over here, you guys. Yeah. Um, so, what it helps is it helps to build one sense of belonging to a group, right? When you have a new client, you want them to assimilate and connect, right? Listening to music and sharing music is a way to help facilitate that, right? It also helps generate positive associations with in group members. Right? They start to like each other a little bit. And it helps them to start to build bias towards outgroup members. Right? Who are the outgroup members when we're in early recovery? What's well, the people who are still getting high, that are still doing drugs, that are selling drugs, et cetera? So we're able to start to build that. Um, but finally, also, it builds a response to group threat in, in various populations. Right? So what that means is they want to protect the group. And by building that through music and that shared experience, they're more likely to call each other out when they're engaging in relapse type behaviors and things of that nature. So, before these guys send us off with their last song, I want to do one more activity with you guys. If you look at this screen here and that one there, I have some lyrics on these screens. Um, They're the lyrics to the song Lean On Me. And I'm not telling you guys to sing along. Or clap along. Um, but what I am going to do is I'm going to sing this song, and I would feel really, really sad if I was singing this song all by myself. Do you guys want to sing this song with me? Let's just sing it because I want them. To sing. You want to sing with me? Sure. Some times in our lives. We all have pain. We all have sorrow. But if we are wise, we know that there's always tomorrow. Lean on me when you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. Y'all can do better than that. I'll help you carry on, for it won't be long. Till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. There we go. Give yourselves a hand. Thank you, guys. That was great. Thank you, guys. That was good. So, So with music as a group building process, right, from this day forward, there will be the group of people that was here till the end, and we all sang Lean on Me, and it sounded really, really good, and there will be the group of people that went to the Alamo, or went home early, or didn't want their CEUs. So you guys, we're we're like a thing now, right? Like, we're cool. Um, So I'm gonna turn it back over to these guys one more time. They're gonna send us off with a song. If anybody has questions or wants more in-depth information, please feel free to grab me. If you want to send anybody to Recovery Unplugged, also feel free to grab me. Um, But I'm gonna turn it over one last time to the Seventh Circuit. Thank you guys very much.
1: The spotlight's hitting something that's been known to change the weather We'll kill the fatted cat tonight, so stick around You're gonna hear electric music, solid walls of sound Well, Candy and Ronnie, have you seen them yet? Ooh, they're so spaced out Bubba Benny and the Jets over oh, the weird and the wonderful. Oh, Banny, she's really keen. She's got electric boots, a mohair suit. You know, I read it in a magazine. Whoa, oh, oh, oh. Banny in the Jets. Talking to the faithless Maybe they're blind but Benny makes them ageless We shall survive Let us take ourselves alone We'll fight our parents out in the streets to find who's right and who's wrong Well, Candy and Ronnie Have you seen them yet? Ooh, the are so spaced out uh, But bu- Benny and the J Oh, but the weird and the wonderful. Oh, baby, she's a really cute. She's got electric boots, a mohair suit. You know, I read it in a magazine. Whoa, oh, oh. About uh, Benny and the Jets. JS. Oh, the weird and the wonderful. Oh, Betty, she's a really cute. She's got electric boots, a mohair suit. I read it in a magazine. Oh, 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 Papa Betty and the JS.
0: Into the street Light me up that cigarette And I've strapped shoes on my feet I got to find the reason The reason things went wrong I got to find the reason Why my money's all gone I got a Dalmatian I don't get high I can play the guitar Like a mother In riot. Life is too short, so love the one you got. Cause you might get run over, or you might get shot. Never saw no side of God. It's gated off my chest. I never had a battle with my bulletproof vest. Take a small example, take a tip and it, tip from me. He take, I love your money. Give it all the charity. Life is what I've got. It's within my reach. And the sublime sounds too straight from Long Beach. And all come back to you. You're better. Get what you do to test that, You're bound to get served Love's what I got Don't start a riot You feel it when the dance gets hot Love is Is what I got I said remember that Love is Is what I got I said remember that Love is Is what I got I said remember that Well love is is what I got, I got, I got, I got. Well, I don't cry when my dog runs away. I don't get angry at the bills I have to pay. I don't get angry when my mom smokes pot. She hits the bottle and goes back to the rock. Well, yeah, if and fighting, it's all the same. Living with the way dogs, the only way to stay sane. Let the loving, let the loving come back to me.